Welcome to the FemiPod. These are conversations about females for everyone to listen to, learn from and engage with. Brought to you by your Femi founders, Esther Kewen and myself, Lydia O'Donnell. for episode number 101 we are in the three digit club now which is very exciting i'm here with lids of course and we're really excited to catch you up on things what we've been up to and our running over the last couple of weeks we're also going to talk about the role of run clubs and what part they have to play in our lives as runners so lids what you've been up to what's been going on uh yeah Good to be here. Life has been pretty hectic lately. I've been on a plane every few days over the last few weeks, so it's been uh, quite taxing and I've got really, really bad luck when it comes to flying. So I think I've caught maybe eight flights this year and at least half of those flights have either like been seriously delayed where I've had to like stay overnight in places that I'm not meant to be or they've been cancelled, or I've been put on a bus instead of a plane, and it's just been an absolute shit show. So uh, yesterday I was on a plane for about nine hours, and it was meant to be a three-hour flight, and that was really horrific. So I'm um, trying to deal with that, and then also trying to fit in work, and also fitting in training has been quite difficult, but uh, it's all good. Um, running has been pretty good, to be honest. Like, I've just been trying to get that consistency back in training I'm training for the Rotorua Marathon which is really exciting and using the Femi app to get my training has been so cool like it's funny because Est, myself and our other incredible coaches have built the programs within the app but it's been so cool to actually just have that guidance like because most of my guidance and my training just comes from obviously my mind and I decide on the day like what sessions I should be doing depending on what I'm trying to achieve, my goals and where I'm at in terms of fitness. But now I'm actually following a proper plan for the first time in honestly like two years. So it's really cool to just like wake up and see what what I have in my program and then go and execute the session. And I'm definitely working back. I still have some pretty bad uh, iron issues. I'm pretty sure like I can still really feel them. It's, It's bad because I've got to a place where I have accepted it and I just almost forget that my iron is low and just think that I've lost fitness but actually it's because I'm you know anemic so I need to get on top of that um but training is good yeah it was nice to pop over to New Zealand for a weekend got to hang out with the Femi Auckland run community for their second birthday on Friday with you which was awesome and then went home to Tauranga to see my family I know you definitely know and I'm sure some of the community know my dad is quite unwell he's been fighting the big sea the last few years and um, it's been quite challenging to kind of watch him go through that journey and with everything else going on in life it's been um, one of those things that you I don't know you like kind of become used to it but it's um, it's not a fun journey especially watching your parent go through that and his health suffering and yeah it's, it's hard to accept but um, he's a fighter and he's doing okay at the moment so he inspires me every day um but yeah life has its ups and downs he's amazing he's such a cool dude and like yeah you are dealing with a lot at the moment in terms of work and then it just sucks the big c sucks yeah it's like 
so unfortunate, but you take the learnings, you know, and like just makes you appreciate life even more. And to have someone like him by my side and cheering us on at Femi and everything I do, it's pretty incredible. So I just hope every day that he's here tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And his positivity is like pretty incredible and like infectious, you know, and he's like, yeah, he thinks he's going to beat it. And like, that is so powerful. So we keep believing um, as well. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? How are you? Uh, I am good. Yes. I am in Melbourne with Lids, which is awesome. I came over on Friday last week for a wedding. So that was really beautiful. I love weddings. I just feel like even though they're made up by humans and they're literally just like a the concept societal uh, event that we've put on um, that means something, apparently. It <laughs> is actually really beautiful and, like, yeah, they are a lovely couple. And so, yeah, really enjoyed that. I Work-wise, I, yeah, feel a bit under the pump as per. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we're, we're going really well. We've got some very exciting updates coming up in the Femi world very, very soon for all our amazing app users, you will see something very cool dropping soon. So we're pumped about that. And yeah, the team's just hustling, hustling really hard. Uh, and running wise, running is going pretty well. I, well, actually it's not going that good. My Achilles has been, yeah, pretty annoying. I am now on like a really heavy rehab program. So shout out to Laura Nagel, one of our coaches from Femi also had, an Achilles issue a while ago and she went through similar rehab program it's just three times a week like very very heavy loading uh through the calf and then every single day I do like eccentric exercises uh so yeah it is 100% improving it's still some days comes back a little bit some days feels really good so for me before it was almost every day was bad and it was sore when I got out of bed and and these days it is still sometimes a little bit sore but yeah not too bad so I don't know I'm just trying to stay fit and stay positive for the half marathon in April I feel like I just really want to be able to string some weeks together like I was really lucky before road relays uh my fitness had you know taken a real big uh leap and I I did feel like I was getting getting back to my old self after long COVID and all those things the year prior so yeah it's just being patient I guess and knowing that it'll come back uh I still sometimes have like self-doubt you know when you're injured I think I'm like oh I've lost so much but then I'll go and do a session and it's relatively similar or you know maybe a little bit slower but it's just that I've lost that like high-end speed so yeah it's not too dire and just trying to stay positive and stay fit um but yeah it's so funny. I feel like we talk obviously all the time about the menstrual cycle and how it impacts us in training. And I still have days where I like have a really bad session and then like immediately we'll be like, oh my God, I've lost fitness. And then I'll open the Femi app and we'll see, realize where I'm at in my cycle mm-hmm. and be like, oh my gosh, like, of course, it's so funny. You could know everything about the cycle and everything about your body, but you still go through those periods of doubt, you know, mm-hmm. and then you just need that little reminder to be like, it's so fine that you can't hit those speeds or those sessions or those distances, whatever it might be. Uh, and like the next day I feel a million times better. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's a roller coaster, but it's, it's all worth it. It's so, yeah, it's so validating. That's like one of the things we hear the most from the amazing woman using Femi. They, they like opening their app, 
and maybe the example that I just said, or I had a similar one the other week, I think it was right before I got my period and I had to do like a steady run and it just felt so hard, but like my heart rate and my pace was still like relatively similar to other weeks, but I just was really struggling and I ended up like kind of calling it quits early and that was, you know, I felt like I'd given up and then I opened the app too and I saw a little note, like be kind to yourself and I was like, so true like I still I did a good session I worked hard like it's all good like I'm literally about to get my period my body's working extra hard right now so it's okay to feel that way so yeah honestly validation is so important for women like we speak about it a lot at Femi women for years have been dismissed on the way that they feel and just told to live with it and deal with it uh without acknowledgement of what's actually going on inside our bodies and, and feeling validated that, you know, the way that we're feeling physically and mentally and emotionally is actually because of our hormones. So yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome to have a little friend telling you all the time that it's all good to feel the way that you're feeling. Um, so yeah, staying positive. And I'm also going to do the 10K at Rotorua, as many of you know. So yeah, if you're thinking about it on the fence, come and join us into the race and we will see you there. We're pumped, pumped to be there with all of you. Queens. So exciting. Yeah, so that's what I've been up to. Well, today we wanted to dive into a conversation around the role that run clubs play in our lives. And we obviously have some beautiful run communities around Aotearoa and around Australia. And we love those communities and those women so much. And there are so many other like run communities and crews and clubs, whatever you want to call them, around the world. And there's just been so many new communities um, evolving over the last few years with this kind of huge rise in running and this like revolution of running at the moment and it's been awesome to see so many people getting involved in the sport and it's been funny to watch kind of that rise on social media as well like we've seen I don't know about you but my algorithm is just like absolutely full of running content of people telling their running journeys and a lot of content about running clubs and running crews and uh it's awesome because it's obviously getting people moving but there's been this huge trend I want to say like every three or four scrolls on my Instagram at the moment is like a reel of a run club talking about how run clubs are becoming the new dating clubs and it's somewhat comical and like quite hilarious but also no one's really talking about like the negative impacts of that conversation and like why potentially run clubs shouldn't be about dating or like going there to find a partner. And obviously like Est and I are having these conversations where we're very happily coupled. We have our lifelong partners and we've been with them for a while. So I understand that we're in a situation where, you know, we have that and people who don't have that want to find that. A lot of people do, not everyone. But um, so I can definitely see like why people would go to different parts of their lives to like connect with people or find like-minded people. But there's definitely some negatives that I think comes with like creating this like narrative that run clubs are the place to like find a partner. And yeah, we want to dive into that conversation and pick it apart a little bit. I think for us building Femi-run communities around Australia and New Zealand has come off the back of creating really safe spaces and safe environments for women to connect with each other and to think that there's other communities in the industry of running that are like 
I don't know, building this like environment where you can go there and sexualize each other and like look at each other in a particular way. I find a little bit ick, to be honest. Yeah, I totally get that. And I think that's the danger of it, right? Like we at Femi are so passionate about women and non-binary people being able to use exercise not to be about the way they look. So like, I think that's where the danger lies, right? Because if that's what you're going to running for, there's going to be an element of you being self-conscious about the way you look potentially, or that could play into, you know, impacting, say, a woman's confidence or how she feels about herself. And again, daring exercise back to the way that maybe she looks. And I think, yes, it's cool. And I think sometimes people could find someone and they could find the love of their life for something like this. But there is some danger that comes across, comes along with it. And that's why we're so passionate about creating this safe space for women where they can go and feel no judgment, feel like they can turn up as their authentic selves confidently and be embraced by a supportive group of women that's not judging them on the way that they look. So I think that for me personally, I think there is dangers to it. I think, again, acknowledging that it could work out really well for some people, but being in the right mind and being aware of the type of run club you want to be part of, I think is really important. We've talked about this a fair bit. Like I personally know that I am really hyper-competitive and I've been in run clubs that are hyper-competitive and I just don't do well in them because I just want to keep up with people. I smash my body. I really struggle to take a step back. And so I'm really aware of which run clubs work well for me and which don't. But I think that some people with this big wave of run clubs becoming dating apps might not be aware of how that's impacting them and how they see themselves and their confidence. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I feel like as a woman runner so many times in the sport of running whether it's like partaking in an event or just going out training on the streets that I feel I have been sexualized by people and like obviously when you're running you're wearing a particular outfit something that's comfortable lightweight you know if it's hot you're potentially not wearing a top and you've just got a crop top on and I think that's like should be so accepted but there's a level of judgment and sexualization that can come from people that either aren't in the sport or are um, because of like I guess the clothing that we wear mm-hmm. and honestly it's like to, sometimes to a point where I like want to just like stop running because I don't feel comfortable being on the street feeling like people are looking at me in a particular way and I feel like this kind of narrative around turning run clubs into dating clubs it's just like feeding that narrative mm-hmm. and like allowing people to um sexualize other people when they're trying to just do something that they enjoy doing and is good for their mental and their physical health and that's what concerns me the most about this narrative is people are being put in these positions that aren't a choice of their own you know Mm -hmm. you might you might be sitting there being like well just don't go to the run club if you feel like that's the, the run club that's like leaning into this dating club narrative but it's just increasing the conversation amongst the sport of it's okay to be sexualized when you're out running and that's not okay. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I think when you were talking about that, then like, uh, yeah, I've got personal experiences where I felt sexualized running all the time. And 
I remember reading a report, I think we may have spoken about it, but what Gen Z believes to be the biggest issue in in gender inequality and inequity. And the biggest issue that Gen Z believes is holding women back from being equal in society or having that level of um, equality and equity is sexualization of women. Because again, it objectifies us as our value being in the way that we look rather than our you know, involvement in society or our intelligence or our empathy or all these values that are so important rather than the way that we look. So yeah, I mean, you're bang on. Like if, if you're going to these run clubs unaware that that's what a lot of people's intentions are, you are being thrust into this environment that could really impact the way that you feel about yourself and being sexualized by other people. Yeah, it's just, it is a dangerous narrative. Definitely. Mm. And then the other one is like running. We've spent years, you know, Esther and I have been working in run communities for 15 plus years and we've spent so much time trying to break down the barriers to running and accessibility to running and trying to make it a sport that is not intimidating and welcoming to all and now like layering into the sport of running is this like intimidation factor like I don't want to turn up to that run club because I don't feel I look the way that other people look at that run club or I don't feel like I'm hot enough like hot enough whatever that is um you know, to turn up to that run club and that's going to put so many people off and, again, make people feel so intimidated to be t- partaking in the sport and, like, that's not cool. Like, we want everyone to feel like they can be involved in the sport and it kind of just gives me, like, high school popularity vibes. Mm. Like, all the all the kids that were cool at high school were, they're, like, genetically blessed, whatever that is, like, good-looking under society standards people and... I don't know, that just also makes me feel really gross. I'm like, who cares what people look like? You know, it's so not about that. I know, and it just ties back to what we have fought back against for so long, that, like, you have to have a certain body to be a runner. And, like, I think that this hypersexualization of run clubs, the videos that I've seen are of, like, extremely ripped people, you know, and it's going to give that whole image again that you need to look like that to be considered you know, like you say, one of the good looking ones at the run club that everyone's going there for to date yeah. and to meet. And so, yeah, it just pushes this ideal of like a certain body. You have to have a certain body to fit into running. And it's like absolutely not true. And we want everyone to feel like they can show up. They're not going to be judged on the way they look. They can have anybody and fit in and feel included in running. And so, yeah, it is dangerous. And I feel like... um I think there's a time and a place for it. Like, I don't think this is us just being like, you shouldn't have this conversation and people at run clubs can't date. Like, that's not what we're trying to say. But I think there is definitely a a time and a place and an expectation that should be set for the people turning up to the run clubs that that is why they're there. And I've heard a lot in these social media <laughs> reels or TikTok videos about dating apps Uh, infiltrating into other community groups and one of them being run clubs you know so you can imagine a tinder or a hinge like almost infiltrating into the run clubs and um, using a run club as a way to like get more people using their product and now that we're technical we know this Um, and I think there is a place but I think people need to 
I think the run community club leaders need to make it aware that like we're holding this run club and it's for single people who want to meet each other. And that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Like, yeah, cool. Go do that. But don't just kind of thrust this narrative into your run club when you're an existing run club that people go to, to like build connections with like-minded people, but also like look after their mental health and progress their fitness and look after their physical health and take all those other benefits that you can get from running. That's not just about finding a dating partner. Um, so I think it is like the solution is like find a community that is set up for single people to meet and then use running as a way for people to have like conversations because I think some of the best conversations can happen when you're out running but you know for us it's just like building running to be something that's not intimidating and it's not about what you look like we will really never uh, lean into this narrative like obviously at Femi people could be meeting today and we understand that that could happen at Femi and at, at our communities and like that's awesome but we're never going to promote that Femi as a place for you to go and date each other yeah definitely it's just that awareness piece eh? and like how that may impact people that have been coming to your own club prior if that's something that you start to promote yeah I really like that when when you touched on the fact that yeah we're not saying don't do it it's just the way that you do it is really important uh, and making it super clear that that's the intention of your own community yeah. is to literally be a dating place and people can go and meet someone yeah yeah but like have a run club or a run community that's there for people to run and like that's the end of the story you know I I remember seeing a video from a woman over in Sydney who goes to a run club for the last 15 minutes just to have the coffee and talk to all the hot dudes and uh, she doesn't even do the run she just pretends that she's done the run and because there's like hundreds of people turning up to these runs no one knows who actually executed the session so she just turns up at the end to have Was it in LA no in, in Sydney oh in Sydney okay. yeah to have the coffee and then like be like yeah that one run was really hard <laughs> and I'm like you didn't even get the primary benefit of being part of the run club which is doing the run and feeling proud of yourself for doing the run I'm um, like it defeats the whole purpose I mean I'm sure you can go and find those shirtless hot dudes somewhere else in Sydney <laughs> not just at this run club at the beach yeah <laughs> go to the beach <laughs> but yeah it's an interesting conversation and one I think um it would be really cool to hear from all of you around your thoughts on this because I'm sure there's other people who are in a different boat to us and think mm-hmm. that it's a great thing that people are like going to run clubs to to date each other but yeah totally it's two sides to store each story and like yeah I think the narrative influences people differently and that's we just wanted to highlight the potential you know dark side of it and things to be aware of and hopefully yeah if you're a leader of a run community it makes you think a little bit deeper about certain topics and and, uh, issues in the world. So Mm. that was really what that combo was about. (laughs) (laughs) We'll wrap it up. All right. Well, that is it from us today. Um, Thank you so much for listening. And if you do want to get in touch with us, you can reach us on Instagram at femi.co or you can slide into Esther or I's DMs on Instagram too, or you can head head to our website, femi.co. Also, if you haven't downloaded the app yet, there is a direct link in our show notes so you can go ahead to the app store and download the app for free. Thank you. Have an incredible week. We'll chat to you all next week.